Yes, who would like to testify and give glory to God? Who wants to go first? Brother Vivek, uh, this is Ernie, and hello everyone on this uh, Friday evening. Uh, we'd just like to give uh, thanks and praise and glory to God because of a uh, good and uh, very busy uh, working week. I thank uh, the Lord for our jobs and, uh, and his angels and guardian angels that protect us during the uh, times in our jobs, in risky situations and, you know, some situations that are, that we're not aware of that can be several hazardous. I also thank um, the, for the peace of our, uh, our parents, the, uh, the peace of our families. At this time, it's now when the Christmas season and everyone's um, all starting to um, come together and see one another. I just I like to thank the, the spirit of the Lord upon us all uh, at this time uh, for His uh, peace and joy. And this is this season is all about you know His presence and holiness that we uh, sometimes take for granted. And for our um, we can always remember and put Him first above all things. Yes. And our and our families, our safety, and us. And those, all those, um, the young children in our families have, you know, just finished school, who have just um, come, uh, just started into their uh, working, um, into the workforce. You know, I like to, uh, you know, pray. Uh, I like to pray for them and have, have them in our thoughts that, you know, they have a, um, the that perseverance and courage. And inspiration to sort of adapt now into that, uh, and sometimes into the working force. It is can be a little bit daunting for for some who have um, no experience, but uh, just the, uh, they makes a, make a sort of like a transformation into the into a more sort of like uh, more effortful and more serious kind of um, mode to uh, focus on being. Uh, for eight hours working days, it's it's a bit of a challenge. And there, I like to thank the Lord for giving them. Uh, I pray for them for keeping their minds uh, at peace and giving them the diligence, dedication, the diligence and dedication, patience and endurance through the hard times and challenging times, and keep focus and always remember that some who are getting Stress that they're always doing the good the good works for the uh, communities and they're serving them well and always have in mind that the that the uh, the Lord our God to Him all these children are the greatest gift in the kingdom of heaven and they are worth you know all the for those who have our self poor esteem that they. Uh, remember the Lord that He's there, is that they're more than our conquerors in in Christ Jesus. Also, I like to uh, thank the Lord for the protections because uh, earlier on this week, um, uh, probably on a Tuesday or Wednesday, the we're coming. It just happened to be coming back from our workplace, and there was just crowded with the um, traffic 
just as soon as I went out the gate and there was some, uh, well, one of the work staff, he already left before I did, but um, there was, uh, by the time I left the gates, there was uh, traffic everywhere in the streets and um, coming uh, northbound and southbound towards the city and back from the city. And I just thought there might be, you know, uh, some accidents around the place. But as I was going around the corner, I, um, I, as I was passing, I didn't really take uh, too much notice, but his car was sort of like, uh, one was involved in it. He, as I was passing by, then it's sort of like I recognized the car, one of the work guys that works at my place, he sort of like uh, ended up in an accident. But apparently um, he, the crowd, there are, the play, it was very, uh, it's a funny situation. Um, I would have liked to get out of the car, but um, the place on all sides of the roads, it was, uh, it was like traffic and then all the sides, there were cars that were also, they used as a parking spots on the side of the road. So there was not much sort of like space and around. It was sort of like um, very, uh, uh, it's a funny situation. And as we straightened up, I, I could see him going, but he, we, I seen the image of him and the other guys. They seen, it was, wasn't too much of a big accident, but I, I felt that uh, they, uh, when I seen the, him running out taking photos and that I sort of, uh, thought, yeah, that they're okay. And they were sort of had to take these things, the, the photos for the, um, you know, they have to do these things to help sort of like uh, may came in handy and may explain situations when they're in time to how they assess the accidents. It's very important. But yeah, I, I felt that, okay, then um, I tried to look for any car, car spots to get up but there was a lot of people there and there was no car no room on the sides and it just when I looked up the road it was just like for me hundreds of meters there was no sort of like space it was just it was just a weird day it was crowded and I thought oh I couldn't even turn or do anything but I was uh, I was um I wanted to sort of like stop and get up but there was sort of like there was no kind of a opportunity on this case but and then I thought okay then um he seemed to be all right the only time. It's one of those situations that you want to really uh, uh, get out and help, but it, it was, um, there was no, uh, there's there no space or any room to be, um, to, to get out. So it was, so I had to go right up the road, but then I thought uh, he'd be okay because um, I didn't think that he could uh, move the car. So only tow, tow trucks can come and down. Um, get it out and you know they were sort of like uh you had to you see they were seemed to be all right they were sort of like assessing the situation and just trying to um figure out you know what happened and give their stories and account to what what happened to the to witnesses so i thought you know yeah he'd be okay and stuff like that but otherwise i said a prayer from you know lord heavenly father you know when Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, you know, I mentioned his name. That whatever happens, that uh, without thanking, thanking that uh, that no one was uh, seriously injured and everyone, the guys were okay, and that the um, but let, let there not be any so much um, uh, problems, you know, in his finances or in difficult in difficulties trying to uh, get him sort of like uh, back to the road to recovery. 
in, in, in with many things you know and I thank the Lord that uh, he was uh, not too physically also um, injured or anything like that so uh, I thank the Lord that he heard me like that and now uh, when I when I came back to work next day so I asked you know how did things go and I and how did he feel and that he said he was okay and they were able to you know get, get the road uh, the car off the road and they uh, returned it back to the, our workplace which was just not too far off the road so yeah it was okay then but um, yeah I suppose that we had a lot of things on on his mind there was probably a lot of uh, uh, some people can say so uh, some uh, things that don't come out of the uh, the, I'm not sure if he sort of like uh, realized what he's saying, but you know, he said, "Oh, you know, at least you can, you know, uh, help me and stuff like that." But um, yeah, just so sort of like, it was, it was sort of like a very strange situation. But I like to thank uh, Lord for His uh, grace and mercies that uh, He's doing the work now to um, uh, get him in this him back to the road of recovering and get things back to normal when I and I'm thankful that Lord will uh will serve to do that um yes so but otherwise it's been um uh I think I thank you for your morning kind of prayers and stuff like that that I can hear when I come back home and throughout the, throughout the uh, days and stuff like that so I thank everyone and all you guys for your um for your in, for your your daily prayers that keep us safe from harm, and um, I just like to thank the Lord just for yeah He's every breath we take and um, uh, just like uh, yeah just thank everyone thank you Father thank you Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus that creates and the blood of Jesus all around us creates your mercies. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share their testimony? Hallelujah, brother. Yes. I want to praise and thank the Lord for the gift of life, for the gift of this family, for feeling protected, for the resurrection power in spite of uh, everything that is going on around. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of the word which we can use. And uh, the word is so powerful. And thank you for the ministers of the word who teach us how to use the word to gain victory over our circumstances and showing what authority we have in this world as children of our Father. Thank you, brothers and sisters. God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you for our prayer book. Thank you for the breath that we take, that we are up today. Thank you for the feelings that took place in my family. 
and my extended family and also on me. And thank you for the daily bread that we receive and a grateful heart and a peaceful mind and the tireless work that each individual in this group dedicate your time and energy and worship you, Lord. Thank you for everything. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to share that testimony? Give glory to God. Yeah, brother, I would just like to thank God yes. for his grace upon my life. The very fact, his mercy, everyone. the very fact that we woke up this morning, we're still alive and we've been waking up every single day. We take it for granted, but yet in one single split second, anything could change. Accidents could happen. We see people um, encountering floods everywhere. There's storms. There are accidents, all sorts of things happening. And yet we wake up safe within the comforts of our home. Lord, we thank you for that roof over our head against extreme weather. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us with this opportunity to be here. I just like to thank God for that. We could have been anywhere else enjoying our weekend. And in the flesh, it wouldn't even matter. We'd just probably be uh, celebrating somewhere. And yet he gave us this opportunity to spend this time with him and make that into that celebration, that joy that fills our heart. So thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for your revelation that you pour through your word more and more that you reveal of yourself to us every day so that as we know you more, that journey starts to become more and more enjoyable. And the more we know you, the more we understand what you are trying to teach us through that word, Lord. That spiritual enlightenment, that is our testimony today more than what you bless us in the flesh with, more than that safety, more than the food on our table, more than everything else, that spiritual feeding that you provide us, Lord, today. I just want to give you all the glory for that. And thank you, Father, for your grace, for the anointing session this evening, Lord. That very presence that hovers over this entire prayer meeting during the worship session and now as well. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for that mercy that you do not... Take away all the benefits that you have provided us. Everything that we enjoy as our freedom today. When there are so many around the world that do not have basic necessities as well. We thank you, Lord, for that mercy upon our life. We thank you that you have still not judged us. You are very patient with us. And you give us that opportunity to get our act together again. To pull ourselves up. And you help us, Father, through your spirit to rise up. We thank you, Jesus for that grace upon our life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Thank you, brother, for that testimony. We should all testify and glorify God. I thank and praise you, Lord, for keeping me alive today, to serve you today, and to be part of this wonderful prayer group and this praying family, uh, where you give me the grace to preach your word, Lord, and to save souls for you, Lord. That is your plan for me in my life. And let your, you ordain your plan in my life. Let your will be accomplished in my life. And let me walk and serve you, Lord. And we pray for all the people that serve the different ministries, Brother Russell's morning ministry, Sister Janela and team for the rosary sessions, Sister Shanine for powerful worship sessions, Brother Savio for his wonderful reflections, 
and for me to help me in preaching the word of god and bringing the holy spirit and make him come alive to all our brothers and sisters may this glory and grace be upon all the people and especially our prayer warriors who pray for one another we thank and praise you lord for this wonderful prayer group we thank you for this wonderful week that has gone by that you kept us alive you fed us you put food on our tables you give us air to breathe water to drink and you have food shelter clothing and everything we need for the wonderful people we encountered in this week for the good times we had in this week and for the times that were not good but you taught us something out of them as well we thank and praise you lord we testify and give glory to you lord all that we have is from you lord like david testified and said all things are thine o lord whatever i have is from your hands i give you what i have which you have given me and he further he cries out and says what is man that you sh- should be mindful of him how small is earth amongst the entire planets and how small is man and yet not a single hair falls to the ground without your permission we thank you for serving such a wonderful god and lord the truth is you have given us so much authority and yet we don't take advantage of it none of us are even aware of the authority and lord today your teaching should open the eyes of so many people who are living this kind of spiritual blindness not realizing that we are believers of jesus christ they cannot be another sacrifice it was only one lamb that was slain and that was a final sacrifice and we thank and praise you that this truth alone can set us free when we realize who we are in christ and what spiritual authority we have by being believers thank and praise you lord for all your glory and for all your honor i give you all the praise and glory and honor for this beautiful time of prayer amen anyone else would like to share praise the lord thank you jesus this is rashmi here yes. i would like to testify um, uh, that everything was good all uh, throughout although i know that uh, kiran and max have tested positive covid positive i was upset but i just thank my lord for i know that it is first i felt like crying with the thought of it but later on i realized that good it's not happening late god has his plans for everything at the right time he knows he knows that she has to fly on first so it could have been it would have been at that time when she had to fly and so i just said yes jesus i agree with your plans i'm happy that you know, she is all okay the lord is guiding and taking care of them i also want to thank the lord for the gift of life that we are all healthy and strong going with the wedding preparations and um, the mass timing everything we have, we went to church and we father spoke to us the bands will be read people always um, whoever i went to inform they said oh they were reading only one band for your daughter they are reading two i said yes so i was excited and happy about that i would just want to thank the lord i know my lord has plans and he will work it according to his time today also i was uh, after the divine mercy and rosary 
I I usually never put my rosary into my neck, but I don't know what came and I was working. So I after that I just put it into my neck and I was hearing now also the praise and worship you and your uh, Shanine everybody the, and. I was all the thing with the I confess boldly. I was hearing it and you know saying it. All of a sudden, I touched my neck and I found that the rosary is entangled with my chain in the neck, and I got so distracted with it that I did not even notice that I have been told to read the page four. Then I realized that day, Brother Savio had put up this thing for distraction, and how we get distracted. and how our focus should be only on jesus and how we can miss out on something at the right time i feel sorry that i was not able to read the page 4 which i was given and i just now i realize that how the distraction comes and where we should put our full focus on jesus and not get distracted everything will fall in place I know my Lord will do everything good for us. Praise the Lord! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Vivek Shanine here. I just like to give thanks to the Lord for every grace and blessing, for just for the gift of each other for our prayer group, everyone. And I just like to thank the Lord. That he places each one of us exactly where he wants us to minister, to minister to people. And I praise and thank you, Lord, for everything I've learned from this prayer group in the Word. I've grown in the Word. You know, before I come to this prayer group, the Lord had put on my heart very strongly that. I was to learn the word of God. I was to go deeper, and um, and and I was say I was asking him, you know, where do you want me to do that? How do you want me to do that? And you know, it's amazing. I was just led to this prayer group, and I have to thank you and and Brother Russell, and Savio, and everyone who has who has taught me the word that I'm able to minister to others. The importance of proclaiming the word of God over our problems. You know, the the teachings are so powerful, and I'd like to thank the Lord for that. I'd like to thank the Holy Spirit and give glory to Him for absolutely everything. The breath that we have, you know, during praise and worship, you know, the Lord was putting on my heart to worship Him with our, even our breath and even our heartbeat. That that's what he was telling me, you know, that you can worship me with your very heartbeat if you give it to me, if you surrender it to me. So I praise and thank you, Lord, for for every grace and blessing, all the healings, all the anointings that you that you are giving each one of us. Amen. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Shani. Thank you for that testimony. Thank you, Lord. Yes, anyone else would like to testify? Give glory to God. Brother, this is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane. I want to thank the Lord for all the blessings that He has bestowed upon me and my family for this prayer group. 
for brother vivek for brother rasul for brother savio and my uh, um, prayer now is brother i want to thank i ask the lord that i don't want to waste even a minute of of a day so i i say i i pray to lord so i have wasted so many years in my life so i don't i don't know how long we are going to live so i don't want to waste even one minute and uh, i ask the lord to to make use of it for us he has given me in a wise way absolutely and before i uh, my my work my i used to confess many scriptures brother daily because i can say uh, i mean i have written many scriptures on my laptop and used to confess daily nearly 200 in scriptures i used to confess but now when i go through that i'm not able to uh, confess more than 10 because uh, when i go to take one scripture i still sit to that and and uh, and uh, as brother rasul gives the understanding that the scripture speaks back to me and i get uh, uh, i really admire each scripture brother as i go along mm, absolutely yes sir and, and you are absolutely right because many times i also get stuck in one scripture for the whole day because you're in that scripture and the scripture speaks to you and that yeah. is the beauty of the word of god it's a big wow you say wow you know how many of you yes. also experience this what sister jane is experiencing that is truly the holy spirit who really uh, inspires us with one scripture just one scripture and that could be not also for one day it could be for the whole week you know uh, and uh, yeah that is that is exactly how the lord works it out so it's not about how many scriptures you read yes. but it's about how that scripture has touched your life and how that scripture will make life you know work for you Uh, because remember they are the promise of god god's spoken word through your mouth is god's word himself that word has to come to pass so if that word is meditated upon spoken upon it comes to pass and so yeah absolutely right 100% yes yes totally. before i used to I, i used to confess i used to before i used to i can read i, I used to read uh, nearly 300 scriptures i i have many scriptures i with the date written i have written it in my laptop but now uh, I really experienced the different difference in the confession of the scriptures. And I thank Brother yes. Russell for that, for that understanding, uh, to get the revelation the spirit gives us. And, and I really love it. I really admire it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Sister. Thank you, Jesus. Hello. Yes. Yeah, this is Maria from Karachi. Uh, brother yeah. brother vivek i would like to thank uh, god the father jesus and the holy spirit for countless blessings but uh, just recently i would like to thank god for uh, listening to my prayers and bringing my daughter back home from australia after 3 years she was caught with covid and also we have not been able to meet but uh, she i'm so thankful to god that she's going to be here to spend christmas with us and we are one family once again and okay. uh, the best thing is that you know the day she was supposed to fly that was tuesday about a week before that she took very bad in australia and she's all alone she does not have anyone there and uh, she just could not even get out of the bed she was vomiting she had high fever she was shivering and i was so worried i stayed up for three nights just praying with her and trying to get her to get out and just have a meal but she had no strength to even do that and not even to go to the doctor i told her to get something 
uh, you know, home delivery so that she could have some nourishment. She had no energy. She just kept saying, Mama, I am so tired. I don't know what's happening to me. Anyway, normally I would just, you know, pick up the phone and ring Janella and Savio and tell them, please pray for, with me. But I thank the prayer group because they have taught me how to pray now. So I just took and I started the prayer of agreement. I kept my daughter Natasha on the line. And I said, I prayed to Jesus and Mother Mary. I said, I have consecrated my two girls to you since my y'all have been you know, conceived in my womb. And I am putting Natasha in your hands. She has no one except you, Jesus, and your mother. And I said, all I'm praying for is for her to get the strength to get out of bed and make a cup of soup for herself. And you won't believe it. After three days in bed, not going to work, the third day, we said the prayer of agreement. And I kept repeating, by your stripes and wounds, she is completely healed. She got out of bed. She had her meals. The next day, she went to work. And the following Tuesday, she flew back home perfectly fine. She's back with us now. She's relaxing. And we give all praise, all thanks to God. And for your group to, who has taught me how to pray. I mean, you know, I didn't know how to pray. And I keep repeating that. I've learned to pray. And I keep telling my friends, people, you know, whose children are sick. And I've... I've been passing on the press to them as well. And I think it has helped everyone down the line, even though they cannot join in. But uh, they do recite all the prayers. And I feel a prayer of agreement is very, very strong. So all Please praise God. to God, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit. That's my... And of course, and to keep me... I just celebrated my birthday on the 7th. And I praised God for my life. 20 Thank years, uh, 15 years ago, I was on my deathbed. I've seen 15 years after that. So I all praise and all glory to God. He's given me another year of life and I am keeping in good health. Thank you. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Praise, praise God. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share? Brother Vivek, yeah. this is Lucia, yes. Savio's cousin. Yes. I told Savio to pray, agreement prayer for my sister-in-law, Effie, Effie Ferns. She was very sick with liver problem. Mm -hmm. And 15 days she was in the hospital. Now she's come back from hospital. She's fine. I yes. put in the prayer group. All praise and glory to God. And Brother Vivek, I like your talks. It's very meaningful. Even the Russell's talk, morning, I really attend. And I always pray. I confess boldly every day. All praise and glory. I'm from Mulun, Bombay. Thank you. But I feel blessed. And my family is blessed. And all tell me I look very fresh now. All glory and thanks to God. Especially, Brother Vivek, I like your talks. 
it's like very good like lectures how we teach word of god very meaningful with interest i sit i get up i still not sit obvious to tell me to seek up i am in catering i still not have time but i remove time now and i sit and watch your program your prayer group is very interesting thank you mr thank you lord all, all glory, glory to all yeah. glory to god so it's not me it's just the lord he needs yes, to be glorified i know i know i know that i know i know very very powerful and savion zirela they all are working very hard and my cousin marina is there marina yeah. parira she was my first cousin yes, so i've joined with them first i used to just say savion no man i don't have time i don't have time but the lord has made me time and morning night and become very prayerful now very close without that i can't live amen amen yeah. thank you to thank, thank you, you. yes thank you thank you thank you praise you jesus thank you jesus thank you okay thank you lord anyone else would like to share hello brother uh, this is veera and i would like to praise and thank the lord for yes, keeping me alive for the week that has gone passed by and with all the blessings that he has been showering upon me as i go to different places of work and where everyone are so happy and really appreciate me and always at the end of the day say i hope you will come back and it really gives me that you know uh, i feel again back getting back into work is making me feel so good and nice and i just give praise and thanks to my lord for this giving me the confidence to get back into work i would also like to praise and thank the lord uh, for healing my son uh, son's leg uh, where he had a very bad sprain and for two months uh, he he works on the weekend but couldn't go to work but from last week he's completely healed and he has started going back to work i would like to praise and thank the lord for that thank you jesus praise you jesus praise you jesus praise the lord brother i'm sandra yes sir um on the 31st of october i spoke to sabio Uh, yep. regarding an issue at my workplace uh because i'd been i'm a teacher been working for 18 years um at a school and um in my 18 years i've always aced aced year after year but this year i i do not know what happened but uh i made two two errors not at all major but um it was two errors that i made and i was questioned so much so that i couldn't think straight and um i was not at all like you know in the presence uh in the present as in like and i i couldn't be bothered about what is happening around me but it was just haunting and taunting me 
um, those questions which I was asked. Uh, no matter what prayer I said, I was not able to overcome that. And then when I spoke to Brother Savio, he told me to, to um, claim Psalm 1-3 that I'm planted by the streams yes. of the living streams water. Whatever I will do, I will be prosperous. And uh, yep. saying that, um, until, uh, yeah, today is Friday. Today is the last working day. Until today, brother, I never made a mistake. The Holy Spirit was guiding me. But then, last uh, two weeks ago, I got, uh, I was called by the head of the campus and um, I was told to go to the senior primary. And I said, um, if they could consider keeping me in junior primary. But then, um, it was an agreement. Next day, uh, the head of the campus came and told me that, um, Sandra, your whatever, you're uh, such an outstanding teacher that you know, when once a decision may is made by the uh, leadership team, we do not change. But you know, looking at your service and all the dedicated work that you do, we have considered your request. But then what has happened that was not communicated with the head of my school. This is the head of the campus and the head of the school. Um, did not they did not communicate as it was, you know, a weekend. And on a Monday morning, we all received a message that Sandra is um, moving to senior primary. So I was so disturbed and so shocked because head of campus came to me personally and he said it. And how come my, the head of my school has done this to me? And then um, it was on a Monday. And on a Monday afternoon, I was called once again to the boardroom. And um, I was once again asked, like, you know, Sandra, can you please take up maths in senior primary? And um, I said, uh, I'm not ready to go to senior primary yet. I, um, I would love to stay in my junior primary. And after that, I, my head became so heavy that I could not even lift because I was so filled with sorrow, so filled with sorrow. Words were not coming, except tears were rolling in my eyes that, you know, there was a miscommunication on, at the top level. But who is the person who suffered? Why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? And then I, I never answered after that. So the head of the campus questioned me. And he only gave me the answer. Again, he questioned me, is it due to this? And I nodded for every answer that he said, I nodded my head. And he said, thank you very much, Sandra. Uh, you will, uh, we, we will get back to you soon. And brother, I can't tell you, 10 days passed, I'm not able to get. In this 10 days, my agony was, I'm claiming Philippians, uh, four, six, and seven. I do not want to be anxious, Lord. I do not want to worry about anything, Lord. I'm bringing everything at your feet in prayer, thanksgiving. Um, because you have promised, you know, you you will not change your word. This is my living yes. Lord. I'm, and I started claiming that. And then still I was very restless, brother, because of the timing. I got in touch with one of the JCILM uh, a prayer yep. warrior and yes. the 
ILM Pearl Warrior said, Sandra, do you have the white little book? And I said, yes. Go to page number 66. And I said, yes, I will. And she said, just go on thanking, claiming the verses. Brother, you won't believe that fear left me. That, you know, what's going to happen to me? Can I? The, the whole thing flipped into whatever is happening. I'm not worried because I know, Lord, you made something nice for me. And she said, just say that because you what you confess with your tongue is what is going to happen. And today, brother, in front of the whole primary school, this error was, you know, like, you know, addressed at the meeting and said, sometimes in the leadership team also, we make our own mistakes. And this was one of the mistakes that was not only mentioned, but very clearly it was addressed the, uh, the sincerity, the dedicated work that I have done this year as a daily organizer, which is actually very, very challenging. I have done it without a single complaint, even though I felt uh, such a bad fall that I would have fractured my skull, but then the mighty Lord's hand was there. From the hospital, I was still attending to the duty and that was acknowledged. And praise the Lord, brother. I got a good news that whatever I was claiming to not be anxious, yes. And all the, all the verses that was to thank Jesus, like, you know, uh, there are four pages in that white little book that I continuously, continuously nonstop, it, is, it will go on for half an hour, but 6.30 to 7, that half an hour in the morning, I was giving it to the mighty Lord. And everything has fallen in place so much so that the head of my school came to me. I had a fall, brother. This morning also, I slipped and I had a terrible fall that, you know, I'm suspecting. I thought, and I'm still thinking, will I have an airline fracture? But somewhere something is saying, you are fine, Sandra. And I want to go by that. So in that fall, the way I, I, they could see the brightness in me. So my head of the school came and told me that, Sandra, did you fall this morning? And uh, look at you. Look at how bright you are. I can't believe this. So all praise and all glory to God, uh, brother. Uh, I mean, like, um, it was not only acknowledged, uh, my my um, my service was not just. Uh, it was like you know the head of the school talking about the way I worked this year. One another thing, what concerned me was what am I going to do in junior primary? Which class am I going to get? What am I? And when I saw my allocation, all glory to God, brother. It is like something I never expected but it is something I, I am going to surely, surely enjoy, not 100, but more than 100. That is the promise of God, and that is my testimony today. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for testifying and standing up for Christ, which is very, very important. God will bless you mightily, Sandra, and all the people who have stood up for their testimonies. I tell you, there's so much of power in testifying. Even if you have two lines to testify, uh, prosperity of God comes in your life. And I tell you, God, prosperity is the best prosperity. I'd rather speak two lines for God and stand in front of people and then face the world and have nobody supporting me. God, when God supports you, everything works and falls in place. Even things that are not meant to be happen uh, and suddenly good things come in our life. 
So thank and praise God. Anyone else who would like to testify? We can take a few more testimonies uh, because we are starting a new series today. Anyone else? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I can't hear you, Sonia. Can you come close or maybe it's to your phone or your... Uh, now is it clear? Yeah, it's a little better. Am I yeah. clear? Am I loud? No? Yeah, now you're perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to praise and thank the Lord for so many blessings He has bestowed upon me and my family. Um, and it so happened that uh, my... Uh, MD has been uh, unwell for the past whole year and uh, he told me, uh, so yeah, I am going to retire at the end of this year. Okay. Yeah, can you? Yeah, Sonia, I can't hear you. Hello? Yeah, now I can hear uh, Brother, can you hear me now? I think I, I lost connectivity in between. Yeah, yeah, now it's okay. You can start again. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Can you go ahead? Yeah, you can go ahead. Can't hear you at all, Sonia. So, could be an issue with the connection. So, that's why it's not coming clear. Poor right. connectivity. Sorry, sorry, brother. Oh, you could, you could type it in the chat as well, Sonia, if that's okay. You could type it in the chat. That's fine. Anyone else would like to testify? Sure. 
Hello, Prado Vivek. Yes, yes, Marina. And this is Marina. Uh, I'd like to thank my Lord for uh, the blessings for the entire week that has gone by, for all his mercy and graces that he has bestowed upon me and my family, and for the shield of protection around my family and friends to keep them safe from all harm, seen and unseen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise to you. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Brother Russell, you can make your announcements. Thank you, brother. Yeah, I'd just like to extend a warm welcome to all those that are joining us for the first time. Welcome to our prayer group. You can also join the prayer group on our Telegram platform where we have more than 260 prayer warriors that share. You can share your prayer requests there. They pray with you, with each other. And they pray for each other as well. That's a very powerful environment to be in. So I welcome you to join us. I'll share the link after we just finish this uh, note. I'll share the link in the chat on Zoom and on YouTube so that you can click that link. You might have to install the Telegram app on your phone and then you'd be able to communicate with the rest of the group and share your prayer request as well there. Also, if you are being blessed by these teachings, they are run live on Zoom as well as on YouTube. So I'll just run you through the different sessions that we run um, during the week. So we've got this Friday Bible study session that's run every Friday with praise and worship starting at 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. That's every Friday of the year, um, followed by uh, the Divine Mercy and the Rosary that are run Monday to Thursday at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time and Fridays because we have this Bible study session in the evening. It's run at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So Divine Mercy and Rosary are run at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And then we have the morning encounters with the Lord that are run every morning, 365 days a year um, at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So all of these three different sessions are run live on Zoom as well as on YouTube. The recordings are also stored on our YouTube page. We post them on our Facebook page and they are stored also um, on our podcast channel on Spotify. You can look us up by searching the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. So you're more than welcome to join us live in any of these sessions. We post the links before every session on our Telegram group. You can also find those same links. It's the same link for each of these sessions. They're not separate, different links. You can click the same link to any of the sessions that you find uh, on uh, the links that are posted on our Facebook or YouTube page or in our Telegram group. Uh, we also have Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares every single day. So... Those are shared on all our social media channels, including Instagram, on our Facebook page. Uh, they're shared on our YouTube page as well and uh, on the Telegram group as well. And if those are blessing you, all of these sessions, if they are blessing you, I encourage you to share those links, especially with the one that God puts on your heart. And we say this every morning in the morning encounter as well. Please share those with the person that God puts on your heart with, because they need to hear that message that very day. I'll just share the the links now, brother, so that they can join. Praise God. Would like to announce the third and thirtieth. Ah, yes, yes. Sorry, I missed that one. So on 
on December. So we, the the last two the last two Fridays of this month of December, the twenty third of December. That's just a couple of days before this uh, day before uh, Christmas Eve, and then on the thirtieth of December, we will not have Friday Bible study session in the evening. All other sessions on other days will run normally. It's just the Friday Bible study sessions in the evening, just because of it being the Christmas week. A lot of people would be traveling as well, probably. So the Bible study, the last Bible study session will be held next Friday. And then the following one after that will be run in the on the first Friday in the new year. Praise God. Okay, let's start. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You can repeat after me as I say this uh, so that you also get the blessing of the word of God. Every word that we speak from our mouth is a spoken word of God. So we all are blessed. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you in your holy presence, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. And I cover each and every person that is here so that none of us get distracted and listen to the word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing by your word, Lord. That's in Romans 10, 17. We destroy any kind of evil that comes against us in the name of Jesus. We pour the precious blood of Jesus upon everything and every word that's spoken. I cover my lips, seal them with your holy name, Lord. That everything that I speak is only of you and only for your glory. And you are glorified. Nothing of me, everything of you, Lord. Take all that I have, which is mine, which is yours, Lord. May your blood be my blood and let your body be my body. And let your word that's, that is your written word be spoken from my mouth for your glory. And let the people witness and see the glory of God. Because Father, you hear me and you always heard. Thank you, Lord, Father God. Come to you in Jesus' mighty name. Knowing that this series is going to be really powerful. Lives are going to change, Lord. The truth will set people free. Amen. So we are going to learn in this series about how do we enforce spiritual laws and how do we actually understand our spiritual authority. So this today we are going to understand spiritual authority and how do we establish it in our lives. 
Now, we all know we are spirit. We are not. The spirit of God lives in us. But how do we enforce it? So questions. And my first question to you. And I want you to answer this. If you can type it. Even people typing in YouTube can type it. Uh, are you a believer in Jesus Christ? My first question to you. Are you a believer in Jesus Christ? So my question is straightforward and your answer should be straightforward. So someone who types yes is saying yes. If you don't type it, it means no, obviously. Or else you could directly say no. One of them. So if you believe, you say yes. And if you don't believe, don't say anything. That's okay. But do you really are a believer in Jesus Christ? So when I say believer in Jesus Christ... What do I mean by belief? Okay, let's understand the word belief. Can somebody write whatever they understand? What is belief? What do you believe? When I say believe in Jesus, what do you mean by belief in Jesus? Thank you for those who said yes. And for the ones who are not typed and didn't mean anything, I still am with you. Because I would have been there. So I understand that. But what do you mean by believe in Jesus Christ? Blindly trust, okay. Who do you blindly trust? And you say, yes, I blindly trust. Brother, can you share what you believe in? Believe, what does it come into you when you share belief? Belief is is like well like one of the sisters has shared trust it's also having that confidence um, that you can rely on him and again that belief comes only when you have that sort of connectivity where you know the person so i think that relationship matter comes in but that's sort of the precursor to belief but it is holding firm to what you know about that person and you're not shaken by whatever else you hear outside of it. Okay, but my question to you further, I'm just taking Brother Russell here because it's not about a question and answer session about what's right or wrong, brother, because it's it's the people who we serve, okay? Uh, yes. We serve the Lord for them. So my question here is, can you believe beyond your knowledge? Okay. So if my question here is, you know what is right or wrong, there has to be something that you believe in based on something. Yes. Okay. Now someone says blind faith. Somebody says, I believe just because someone said it. But that question here is, what is that that you have with, with knowledge or without knowledge? Can you have belief? My question is it, that. Belief can only be with knowledge. Believing without knowledge is superstition. Absolutely. And can you go beyond your 
belief beyond the knowledge or is it only restricted to what you what knowledge you have yeah then we're well, going beyond the knowledge that we have becomes more of that occultic superstition kind of thing absolutely absolutely so what we understand how if you understand what brother asal and i are talking about people who understand this you can only believe to the extent of the knowledge you have in something okay now we know of a particular thing that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west okay we have read about it understand it i'm just giving an example okay but your knowledge is to that extent so if somebody says the sun you know rises in the north and sets in the south but you say no it rises in the east and sets in the west my knowledge is to that extent so i believe that it happens that way correct we can't move beyond our knowledge but same with god's word if the word of god is in our spirit the point here is i know if the word has said it that's the knowledge that i have and my uh, my spirit believes is connected with god's spirit so as i shared last time and we always share the spirit of god and the word of god are connected holy spirit and word of god are one they are connected now my point here is it starts with this series do you know how powerful you are in jesus christ question to you again i want an answer for this do you know how powerful you are in jesus christ yep i'm going very deep into this deep teaching it's a very very deep teaching and face it looks easy but it's it's deep but the point is that we need to be enriched and when can we be enriched unless until we stand out do you know how powerful you are in jesus christ thank you jesus now i'm not saying on including me at times we our focus changes we see what we the devil shows us through our physical senses and don't realize that we are spirit and what we have is the authority that christ has given us one of the main reasons the body of christ as a whole is not doing great works of jesus on a massive scale is because we don't understand the power that god has given us do you agree do you all agree so if i go to that extent i'm going to a next side but i'm also saying if we know that there's nothing that stops us and we are powerful people then as believers there should be nothing going on in our lives that we do not have authority to overcome do we agree to this there is nothing in our lives that we do not have authority to overcome it's easy to put a yes there and say yes brother i understand this it's easy but the depth of this words that i'm speaking is in the realm of the spirit do you know one thing if we live those lives that the holy spirit wants us to live then none of us will do even one sin it's so hard to sin when the spirit of god is in you now if you understand what i'm saying it is like this that when you are born again of the spirit the spirit of god lives in you and the word of god becomes alive 
and any time you do something the word comes and says hey that's not right you there's something now that is guiding you and that is god's word and that's the holy spirit that makes that word come alive my point is as a believer if we truly are believers should there be people sick around us should there be anyone sick in the community and so no no it's god's will that person is sick yeah i'm sick i should pray if you take the name jesus and command that sickness to go should that sickness obey you or should the sickness do what the sickness wants to do i'm talking this because you and i have to get to the next level we cannot be sitting there hoping that something will happen someone will pray something will happen i'll call that brother i'll call this one we have to move out of that comfort zone and you and i will be tested and we have to open our mouth and start knowing who we are in christ and what authority he has given us so as i shared the main thing that makes us understand this thing is that it has to do with the relationship between the spiritual authority and spiritual law okay as we are going to understand so spiritual law please pay attention spiritual law is an established principle that works for whoever will put it to work whoever will put it to work it's not for some but whoever okay this truth has to get in us that the spiritual law is not about somebody it is about anyone who wants to put it to work so the law of spirit of life in christ jesus transcends the performance based do good get good law of moses which was the basis of the old covenant and many of us are living that even today what does it mean <clears throat> do good get good means what okay let me ask this question here what do i mean by do good get good No, I'm not saying karma. It's not question of yeah. You could relate it that way, but yes, it was the Old Testament ran on this law that if you do good, you get good. Yeah, you. I, I. Yeah, many of you are getting it from that perspective, but the point here is. many of us as christians are performance based way of relating to god let me give that hint to you many of us are performance based when we relate to god and what do i mean by performance based when i relate to god brother would you like to answer if you want to answer as long as uh, our work is getting done we are in good books as soon as something doesn't go too well the first question we ask rather than looking at ourselves is where is god why is he letting this happen or why did he not do anything and then if if still nothing happened there or nothing worked out then it's like we don't want to have anything to do with him 
yes no that's 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 right but brother what i was trying to come at is one thing is that most of us including me at times and this is has to come out first is very important that our good works we believe our good works are the reason for which god is blessing us oh yes yeah okay and christianity to a great extent many of us believe that we pray we go to church we say our prayers daily we say the rosary and that's all important but that is what will bring grace into us that's how we will gain heaven are you getting is that the yes. answer so in the old testament you gave your tithes you did everything you did everything so the pharisees kept to the law they worked it as per the law but we know one thing but wherever there is a law there is also the judgment of god but christ and one thing i want to share is let's take romans 512 go go to understand this therefore since we have been justified through faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of god so one thing very clear is that you cannot get grace unless it happens only through faith is that correct yes because you are justified through faith and we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace into this grace okay so one thing is very clear is that whatever good work i do in life on that basis i don't merit god's favor or grace so grace is not subject to my good works and this is the truth and many of us think that if i do good god is going to bless me it's not that we do bad but my point is we have done nothing to earn god's favor okay the word of god many of us think that good works helps and i used to be in this belief system was me as well that if i do good if i do everything proper in the eyes of god i'll be good but the word was not in me because it was all about good do good god will bless you. that's everyone said if you do good god will bless you but the word of god was not in me so i didn't know the truth and without the truth how can i be set free now what does the bible say about good works is our good works and how do we say okay god i've done so much for you jesus look i've done so much should i be blessed on the basis of my good work anyone else would like to answer anyone would like to type so should i be blessed on the basis of the good works that i do go to church good work pray daily good work i obey my parents good work i am not cheated good work so because of that i should go to heaven because good work is it true what does the word of god say about good works brother let me do isaiah chapter 64 verse 6 
all of us have become like one who is unclean and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. So the righteous acts means the good works are like filthy rags is what the Lord says. Okay. So one thing is very clear and we have to get this very clear. Our good works are not going to give us the grace that happened. Okay. So uh, again, take me to Hebrews 1.3 again. I'm just setting a base so that this entire series blesses us. So that we understand who we are in Christ. And we don't start depending on people. We start going through God's word, understanding his word and sticking on his word. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So the sun that is the radiance of God's glory, the radiance of God's glory. And the thing he is, he has paid the price on the cross. And that is what we are. Grace is an unmerited favor of God that comes in our life or something that you have not done. But you just got by believing it in Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Okay. So this is what comes in. But this simply, if you understand, God's blessings are a byproduct of his grace, which has everything to do with what Jesus did for us, not what we have done for Jesus. It is what Jesus did for us, not what we have done for Jesus. Get this right. Okay. <clears throat> but before that, I just want to go into understanding one more thing is God has given us an authority. After this series, I would like you to take advantage of this and realize one thing is that if you speak the name Jesus over a situation, that situation should change, not because of that situation, because the word of God says every authority is given to you by Jesus. So God gave his authority. Every authority was given to Jesus by the father. And that authority is today given to us because Jesus has given it to us. So let's take certain authority-based scriptures now. These are the basic ones that we already have. Let's hold on to these because this is important when we make prayers which need to be powerful in the realm of the spirit. Many of us are not claiming things and not expecting things to happen. But my point is we just open our mouth, speak, and the Holy Spirit puts that word to action. Let's take Mark 16, 17. So hold on to these authority scriptures. Keep this in your Bible. And remember, every time you speak the spoken word, God has given you this authority. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. You can take 18 as well. They will pick up snakes with their hands and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all they will place their hands on sick people 
and they will get well my question here is for all of you who are listening to me in whose name are we doing this whose name see when you get the concept when you get the basics and right i will tell you you will put hands on cancer patients and the cancer will leave them and you understand that this authority is not what brother vivek is talking about it was always there with you and me it was just that we have an identity crisis and i'm going to teach in this and understand this further because it opened my eyes as well when i was preparing for this and this is important some of us may say brother but i know this you may know it and that's what the devil wants you to know that you know it but you you have have you used it have you prayed over someone who was sick and you used the same words i'll tell you one thing you don't have to change even one word in this when you pray over someone with sickness you just go and say lord your word says in mark 16 17 open your mouth and say these signs will accompany those who believe in your name jesus your word says i can drive out demons i will speak in new tongues i'll pick up snakes with my hands and even if i had to drink deadly poisons it will not hurt me and your word also says that i will place hands on sick people and they get well lord right now i place my hand upon whoever you are placing your hand on and i command the sickness to leave in the name of jesus and i believe in my heart that you are healed now i want you to answer me and tell me what will happen if you make this prayer just a two line prayer you didn't pray anything more you just prayed this what will happen to the patient what will happen to the person okay nobody wants to pray is that what i answer yeah blanche if the word gets active then what happens to that person would that person be healed or the person is the same place as he is he or she were amen thank you jesus my point here you have to understand one thing if you are praying god's given authority which is given to those who believe that's why i started by you mean by believe it's all connected and when you speak with a spiritual authority you're not speaking god is spirit god is not flesh and blood spiritual authority given to you you're exercising that authority what happens in the realm of the spirit the person you're praying for is spirit you are spirit and that very demon that is also there is spirit are we getting this so when he says they drive out demons it is the spirit of whatever it is is being driven out with which name which name are you using for that spiritual authority the name of jesus absolutely so please get this take i'm giving authority scriptures but the question here is you have to hold on to something okay you have to understand mark 
16, 17, 18. When you pray over your children, start with your own house. Somebody says, I'm not well. I'm not saying somebody should be sick, but they say not well. Put your hand on them and just read the scripture as it is. In the name of Jesus, I guarantee you, guarantee that the healing will be complete. Because this is a spiritual authority. It is not just a spoken word. There's difference between a word spoken and the authority that is given. Okay, because the signs will follow you. This is what's written here. I'm not saying it. The sign says the sign that will follow is complete healing. Are we getting this? So the sign that will follow is complete healing. It is not written partial healing. It is not written some healing. It's not written maybe it may happen or not. This is God's given authority. You have to pick up the word as it is and read it out. When you're praying, hold it in the one hand and read it. Because when you read it, that's your belief. Your belief cannot go beyond your knowledge. Again, I repeat, your belief cannot go beyond your knowledge. Whatever is your knowledge, only to that extent can you believe. And when the word says it, if the word has said it, I just operate in that authority. I tell you, you will start seeing results like never before. People have just used this one scripture and says, Lord, I place my hand on the sick person and they are healed. That's what your word says. They will get well. I command that sickness to leave in the name of Jesus with this spiritual authority. And I know that this person is completely healed. I tell you that immediate healing takes place when we have this authority. The point is that there is the reasons why we can't exercise it. There are reasons why we can only exercise it to our extent of our knowledge because many times we just listen to that scripture. Like Sister Jane told me today, she was sharing this with you and it is, it's so true. When the word of God comes alive to you, one scripture takes time for it to digest in because it's so beautiful. Every word of that scripture becomes real and more real and more real. Are you agreeing with me? Some of you who are encountering the word of God in that way. Every scripture is like a hidden gem and when it opens up, you say, wow, this is so beautiful. It's like an orchard farm where God has said, eat as much as you want. All that is yours. Whatever you claim is yours. Full blanket, ask and you shall receive. My question is, how many of us understand this? It's easy to attend a prayer meeting and come and say, oh, brother, yes, yes. But unless this law is established in us, unless we understand it and unless we meditate, for those who really want to get into the healing ministry, this is a scripture, 17 and 18 of Mark 16. Hold on to this. Mark 16, 17, 18. You make a prayer, I can challenge you in the name of Jesus. Whichever sick person you speak this word on, they will be instantly healed. Now, in this, you don't look at the, the, the disease and say, hey, disease, you're bigger. The question here is, again, the David and Goliath. You are speaking God's word and the authority which is given to you. Okay, so let's hold on to this. Is this, is this making sense to anyone? Are you understanding this? Let the Holy Spirit make this alive to us. Okay, we have read this scripture 100 times. You say, brother, I've read this 100 times. 
you may read it 100 times it's okay but when you understand that the spiritual authority is an authority given by god it is that authority you are exercising it is not just a spoken word it's not just a promise it's the authority when jesus healed someone he never said anything he said get well and the person got well you're speaking with authority not wondering about the disease or what the person is you're just saying god's word if it says he gets well he gets well let's take look at 19 let's hold on to these authority scriptures now before we get into you know the depth of the teaching i have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you i want you to underline all the power russell is this making sense all the power yes so when he says authority it is god giving you authority and saying you do it and you obey because authority is supposed to be obeyed people who are in the teaching profession here on this who are listening here you are a teacher or a principal or some sort of thing. suppose as a teacher you give the student you tell him i i give you authority to do this should the student obey you or says no 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 i'm not going to do it is that who's a principal would say hey i've got this authority you have to do what i tell you there is a a level of authority a hierarchy should you be obeying this hierarchy or the law like a traffic police has authority to catch you if you break the law okay does he have an authority because he's a police to that extent he has an authority and you have to obey can you say no i will not obey you no brother is it clear yes if the traffic police gives us a chalan or he says you broke the speeding or whatever you have to pay that fine because you are you did something wrong and he has an authority okay i'm giving an example of that sort so when god gives you an authority to command or change a situation it is an authority given it is not a just a spoken word there's a difference are we getting this yes so there is one thing that we have to understand that when an authority is given we have to obey what god has told us to do he has said i ask you to cast out a demon you have to speak and that has to happen i overcome all the power of the enemy means sickness does not come from god do you agree sir yes the our father never talks about he says when you say the our father have you ever taught the father when you say our father who art in heaven hallow be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven question to all of you let me ask you is there sickness and disease in heaven is there suffering pain depression anxiety all kinds of problems all kinds of complaints and trouble so if there's nothing in heaven and your prayers is our father in heaven hallowed be thy name let thy kingdom come let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven
first it is on earth as it is in heaven if there is no no pain in heaven there is no hatred in heaven there is no lack in heaven there is no crime or all kinds of pain and torture and negativity in heaven there is no sickness in heaven then you are saying father just as it is in heaven let it be in earth aren't you saying that in the our father do you mean do you understand what you're saying so when god has wanting us to have everything we should understand as believers there is an authority god has placed upon us and that's a spiritual authority it's not an authority of just speaking a word there's an authority of seeing things happen when you speak the word because that has to happen because it's an authority the person authorizing you is very powerful are we getting this yes thank you jesus so let's take two more matthew 28 18 then jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me now i want you to connect these two scriptures he says then jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me jesus gives you the authority and says in my name that sickness that is there will be healed in my name every power of the enemy will be destroyed are we understanding what happens when jesus is saying authority he is not saying just speak a word he is saying authority there's a difference the level of understanding improves when we understand the word authority he is not allowing us to say anything he says take my name and see that result i've already told you the result is already done are we getting this yes praise god thank you jesus if we are understanding this your life will not remain the same because now you know there's a difference between just the word of god and the authority which is spiritual authority given to you as a believer that is a different authority as a believer you are asked to do something and you have to obey it's not i may lord because one thing is there with us is free will that is the biggest area which stops us from having the grace of god because our free will makes us do what we want to do that's why i said you cannot believe beyond your knowledge the word of god is the knowledge that god gives you and me and it becomes alive but to me unless and it is in my spirit it is still not a spoken word for me because that word has not really built up my faith i don't understand but today what i'm sharing with you is an authority somebody has commanded you to do something all of us who are there here either we are in our working life if your boss says you have to do something will you tell the boss no i'm not going to do it i'm asking you if the boss says you have to do this this is the leadership team the leadership team says this has to be done what will you do 
will you obey i'm asking a straight forward question if the work says you have to come at 8 o'clock and go at 5 o'clock so do you have to obey it if you come at 8 o'clock no i'll reach the office or at 10 o'clock no problem are we understanding this there's a depth in the teaching today i don't want anyone here of us none of us including myself to go away not understanding what we are taking from here we are going to hold on to mark 16 17 not because brother vivek said but because jesus said it to you he has asked you to do something not said if you want to do you can do he said i command you to do it authority means asking you to do something he has given you something to be done and when you take that authority which jesus says all authority on heaven and earth has been given to me and he gives that authority to you what happens now you are christ in that situation and the demon of sickness has to obey and bow to that name of jesus when you take his name you're using that same authority of christ my question is when jesus went healing the sick did the sick get healed asking you did the sick get healed did the blind see did the lame walk did the deaf hear did the dumb speak did the people who on wheelchairs get up maybe those day no no wheelchairs but today we can see the glory of god all this is because there is authority being used we do not realize how powerful we are in christ and that's why as christians we don't grow at all our limitations are so clear because we have an identity crisis i hope this is really making it's going inside okay spiritual is not just on the top sounding good spiritual goes in and hits you there and where it really needs to be is in the spirit not just here in the mind so as we understand good works such as prayer or having a strong prayer life are not responsible for god responding to us while we are to seek god it should be done out of genuine love for him not just because someone told you okay okay just go to church there's a difference of that authority somebody says parents say oh, go to church you have to go to church you just go but you're really not interested really gone i was that exactly that type till i met the lord and 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 i'll tell you one thing you don't you just love god because he is god you just don't love him because you are afraid of him because maybe he what will happen okay he's not blessing me we must remember that god has given us the authority and ability to access his promises and to make our hopes and dreams a real tangible reality the authority god gave us gave jesus is ours now because this verse verse clearly says in 2818 all authority is given in heaven and earth has been given to me and you read two scriptures before that and we read both the scriptures luke 1019 and mark 16 1718 where jesus is giving you the authority and telling you to do something in my name he says the authority god gave jesus is now ours and this is a very powerful truth put an amen if you really believe that that authority is yours
the authority given by Jesus to you and me is yours and mine. And one thing is very clear, under spiritual law, specifically to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, we have the right to expect what we will receive, what we hope for. That's for Romans 5, 1 and 2, just says 5, 1 and 2 says, we read that and we understand that. Brother, take me there again, Romans 5, 1, 2. So therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace, in which we now stand. That is what the word says. We now stand in that grace. We are in grace. Into his grace, we are there. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Hope does not disappoint. Okay. And we as Christians are expected to hope and be hopeful. So, I'm going to take one example and we're going to understand this in depth. Okay, there are many areas, but we'll take one, one chapter and I want everyone of us to participate. If you really want to understand, you don't need to be a brother Vivek or brother Johnson or a person there. You will touch the blind in the name of Jesus and their eyes will be opened. You will touch the lame and they will start walking. They will not have crutches. You will touch people in their deathbeds and they will get up and give glory to God. All this is because of a spiritual authority given by God to us. And we do not know it. And the biggest reason for us not exercising it is fear and unbelief. These are again spiritual forces that don't allow us to operate with that authority because the devil does not want us to apply and use the authority because the moment we understand and use this, we'll see powerful things in people's lives. And that's why grace comes when we just get into worship. What we are actually doing is throwing our ego and our dirty pride out of us and allowing God to use us and use our bodies. And once we start getting into that realm, there's so much of power. So let's take Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 31. Now, I want all of us to understand this is important. This is Jesus walking on the water. We have read this, but this is going to change things. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, 
he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land buffeted by the waves because the wind was against them against it shortly before dawn jesus went out to them walking on the lake when the disciples saw him walking on the lake they were terrified it's a ghost they said and cried out in fear but jesus immediately said to them take courage it is i don't be afraid lord if it's you peter replied tell me to come to you on the water come he said then peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward jesus but when he saw the wind he was afraid and beginning to sink cried out lord save me immediately jesus reached out his hand and caught him you of little faith he said why did you doubt okay my question here is do you see authority here in this in this passage i'm saying you are peter not peter means you and me maybe brother asli vivek whoever is here is peter you are asking jesus for something and he says come he is giving you authority the question here is who do we focus on on jesus or in the situations around us this is the biggest thing our focus is very very important in this authority the distractions of the world will take us here and there shaking us up and that's why i share this in jesus name we don't see healings we don't see miracles we don't see signs and wonders because we just see oh my god if we i hope it really happens but we don't realize that this is not hopeful to happen it has happened already in the realm of the spirit god has said i have already said it's done means it's done Jesus's authority is full and final one sacrifice never going to be another sacrifice it means in the heavenlies there's an answered prayer already if you speak that authority and believe and say it is done it has to be done it's an authority it's not just a spoken word so here what really happened then first you could see on this jesus was walking on top of the situation that is trying to destroy his disciples there was absolutely fear in them and he really was at the best they were scared many times when we fear so when we are scared and there's a huge thunder and storm as children we always went and held our mother very tight true you know you go hold your parents tight because you're scared you just want to you have some comfort you just want to run because you're scared of the thunder especially you know when the last rains are there or you know there's suddenly a storm the thunder lightning shakes you up you want to go running away to a comfort place where you can hold someone and feel calm it's not that the thunder stops but you know there's someone holding me tight that that person is will 
you know, I feel calm in that person. So my point here is Jesus is opening his arms to you today and says, I'm that. Sometimes you hug a pillow and say, this pillow is lovely. I, my cushion, I can hold and I feel nice just by hugging that pillow. Some people may be hugging a pillow and, you know, you feel nice just by hugging it. Imagine hugging Jesus and he is so real. Blessed are those who are not seen but believe is what his word says. And this is so true. Now, my question here is, Jesus is always on top of your situation. Be it any situation, he's on top of it. So when you have a focus in Christ, you can count on him, no matter what you are going through. Whatever your situation is, Jesus is on top of your situation. Let's get this clear. Whatever your situation on life is today, Jesus is on top of your situation. Focus on him, not on your situation. The first shift of us has to be change our focus. The focus has not to be on the storms, on the winds, on everything around us. Because the moment you focus on the storms, then fear comes in. Okay, let's give one example. Okay, now all of you agree with me or, or disagree with me, okay? You are climbing up a high, high, you know, people who have gone through highs, like, you know, climb high places, okay? Now, when you're climbing up, especially if it's a skyscraper or if you're going on top, okay, if you're on a top bridge or if you're climbing a very, very steep place. Now, people tell you many times, don't look down, don't look behind, look right in the front. Now, as you climb, climb, climb on the top, only looking up, what happens to you? Truly, genuinely answer me, okay? I'm asking this is very important for us in this teaching and in the series. When you're climbing up a, a hill and looking only on the top, what happens to you? Is there fear in you? Okay, you're climbing a very high place, okay? Very, very high. You're going higher and higher and higher and higher. Okay. Say someone was doing brick climbing or rock climbing or really climbing up, looks up and climbs. So when you climb on top, focus on the top, nothing happens. Now, suppose you look down and you see, and suddenly one small rock falls down and it goes right down and crushes there, right there. What happens to you now? Will that same confidence be there? Practical example, okay, not this is not from the teaching. If we have to understand it from our own lives, take it and relate it. What happens, Marina, when we fear? You said yes, fear, Ashley said fear. What happens when you fear? Can you then climb the same way on the top? Or you're totally, you know, you're paralyzed, like you don't know what to do. Hands are shaking, legs are shaking. You now everything is shaking. The same person who was climbing nicely on the top without any problem, looking on the top, looking at your goal, looking at the peak, everything working well. Only one thing changed. You decided to look down for one split second. You had a voice in your mind that said, hey, look down, look down. And you looked down and one small pebble or small rock fell down and right, it went right down. Now what happens? Now you're stuck there. Neither you're on top, neither down. 
and many of us as christians are living that kind of life we are right in the middle neither getting up neither getting down we are so stuck and we are in this trap which is an identity crisis and this trap is all because we don't realize one thing is we struggle with something called sin conscious sin conscious is where the devil tells you that you have sinned and you are not worthy or fit to be god's beloved are we understanding this so when yeah. you understand this is very very critical because sin consciousness does not allow you to operate in the realm of the spirit what christ said i have forgiven your sins and i remember them no more we have learned this i have forgiven your sins and i remember erase them from the book that taken off completely but you think the devil wants you to be happy and remember that part he comes back and tells you that same sin and says this is what you did and you're using god's authority do you think that authority will work you have done this such a horrible sinner and you are expecting god to give you authority will it work truly tell me if you really are understanding what i'm saying and are we in this trap this is the devil's guilty trap he uses guilt as the best tool that he has because he takes you on a guilt trip and makes you part of that sin now you have repented and god says i remember your sin no more the word says i repent and the sin is there no more but the devil says no that you may be saying but god has not forgiven you how do you know now my point is and soon a preacher like me comes and says brother come on you have to use mark 16 17 and he has a yes brother we'll do it jesus has said the authority has given me in luke 10 19 mark 16 17 lay hands on the sick and they shall recover now my question is can you really truly exercise that authority where's the focus is it on that sin which is already there that guilt is there playing all the time and one side you're using authority are we getting this now this is not preaching this is the truth because this is the lie of the devil and we who are christians have to understand this and there is something called an identity crisis i do not know whether i am free from the sin or i am in the sin and i believe i'm guilty when i'm guilty can i operate in freedom because you can't operate in a authority without freedom you can't be tapped to something where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty that's why the anointing of the holy ghost is so important people who are in habitual sins the sin breaks that cord of the devil breaks when the anointing comes and hits you in the spirit the holy spirit comes and changes things forever people can't do the same things they did they try it but they can't life changes but this truth is the truth and the devil does not want us to get into this truth that's why it's important that we understand this that the word of god is alive and active now the second thing that jesus tells peter to leave the ship and come to him what did jesus tell him 
he said come now is come an authority brother yes there is authority so there was there was fear there but god is saying get down of the boat and walk on the water so peter got down what did peter do he did he obey yes he obeyed at the start and then got distracted exactly so you and i will be obeying but there is something called unbelief and fear that operate also these are powerful spirits that operate in the evil realm okay they don't allow you to operate the way god gave you this authority he says focus on me i was reading a, a powerful in fact this man has really helped me in his book there's a there's a very powerful man of god called smith wigglesworth i don't know how many of you have heard him but in one of his in his books he written one day he is in deep ministry in fact he has a real powerful ministry of his and such powerful miracles when he spoke god's word truly a man of god one day during the night when he was sleeping he says he saw the devil he saw satan looking at him and he knew somebody was troubling he looked at him and says oh but you know what this brother this man of god did he looked oh it's you you know bothered just put the light off him and to sleep who are you you're not important because the lord the god i serve is important my focus is on him not on you my point here is when our focus is on christ everything else changes there is no witchcraft this craft that craft are we understanding this problem that problem because jesus is our sanctification and our redemption if he has come to set us free he is totally set us free he is not just kept half setting free full set it is 100% set us free so when jesus gave the authorization to peter and says over our situation he has fully authorized you and me to have dominion over the circumstances and situations we face as well in life it doesn't matter if it's a financial a physical situation a relationship storm or a spiritual storm in your own prayer life that is ragging and getting around us we have the authority over those things through the name of jesus now this is an authority which jesus has given you you don't say oh lord you given this authority maybe i'll use it maybe i won't an authority when the bosses tell us to do something you and i say no no we'll do it brother boss what else you want me to do i'll do that also when jesus is saying something you say oh, <laughs> that is only for the preachers not for us all this is coming from something within us that say you and i are not worthy to use that authority and who makes us unworthy to use the authority of christ is the devil's lies that is going in and out like a tape recorder it is playing and playing and playing again you put it off again it starts the same tape starts again and again how many of you agree with me
so these are the lies of the devil playing like a recorder like a tape that continues 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 and you are operating out of that think of it the devil doesn't give up think how patient he is you must learn patience from the devil actually if you ask me because he patiently waits for a chance that's what one peter 5:8 says be on guard because satan is like a prowling lion waiting to devour he's waiting means he's patient waiting for a chance where we'll fall and then he will devour my question here is today if christ has given you and me an authority let's focus on christ and when we are redeemed by his blood it means we are set free that sin doesn't exist again it's gone it's erased if god has erased it who's the devil to say oh no no i am opening it back that's a lie he's a liar and he'll always live in lies do not focus on that spoken word many of us are falling in this trap and many times you realize that no no we are brother there is witchcraft happening this is happening because the devil is saying brother sister look what so and so person is doing look at that person he's operating in the witchcraft ah oh, okay okay witchcraft yes i know you because you are moved to the lie of the devil and he is allowing you to believe his lies and you are falling because there is the spirit in god is not strong because the word is not strong inside you the truth is god has redeemed you from the curse of the law and these curses and these all these lies of the devil you don't have to look at him do not give him in indian way say don't give out don't give any kind of respect to what the devil tells you if he tells you that this is happening or that is happening that's his word but god's word says i have i have prospered you open your mouth and speak prosperity open your mouth and speak what you want to see every day speak command your morning command your situation command your day command the things to change and so lord i'm taking your authority the same authority gave peter to walk on the water today i'm taking that authority and god says you of little faith why did you doubt think of the lord telling you and me this and we need to think about this today because the authorization that christ has given us is a spiritual authorization it means every knee bows to that name jesus and when you take his name he says these signs shall follow it doesn't say it may follow it says shall follow it means the moment you command and take that very scripture i know so many preachers who use only that scripture and say exactly the same words and if you see a paralyzed man gets up people are walking out of their stretchers why they just touch their limbs and they start walking why because their focus is on god's word on christ if he says it i'm just following what he says so this is it if we understand so i i hope we are getting how powerful this teaching can get to and if we really apply it in our lives do i really need brother vivek to come and pray is that power only with the preachers who is telling you this whose voice are you listening to try to understand who's talking whose tape recorder is on brothers and sisters in christ god has given us something really powerful every friday it's not by might or by power but by his spirit all glory to him
But my point is, if we don't start exercising this authority and our focus is on witchcraft, black magic, this magic, that magic, the devil and his lies, can we ever get into this authority? My question to you and me. Don't fall for the evil one's lies. Focus on Christ. If he has given you the authority, command and see things changing. Say, Lord, I've spoken your word. Things will change. And I'll see it. And, and it's not Jesus will say, oh my God. Sometimes you feel what will happen, Jesus. It's not good to say something like that. He's God. He has given you authority to speak it. Who are you to say anything? You just speak it. That's it. His word has said it. He has given me the authority. There's an authority, is a difference between a spoken word and that. So my point here is it's important for us to understand that things have to change once we speak his name. I hope you've been blessed. Anyone really Truly, I just want you to put, if you're blessed by this session today, I want you to ask you because we're going to go deeper and deeper over the next sessions. But if you really understand this, will you apply this? It may seem simple at the truth at the top, but I'll tell you one thing. The only thing that is important is focus. Focus on word of God, what it says, and just take the scripture as it is. Put it upon someone. Do it this week and see the result for yourself. Do not bother and do not listen to the lies of the devil. Enough of us listening to his lies and fear and paralysis and unbelief coming to us. We are a generation that has to repent for the unbelief in us. We chosen to unbelief has become a spirit. It's a spirit. But God's word has said, who am I? I'm spirit. I'm a believer in Christ. So how can things not change in my life. Let's close in prayer and I want you to use the scripture. Remember, do not come Friday after Friday if you say, brother, you know, this is happening, that's happening. Check your check life. Where's your focus? Is it on Christ or is it on your problem? Are we like Peter's where Jesus is saying, you person of little faith, are we looking at our problems and complaining, looking at our problems, or are we looking at Jesus? He says, in every situation, I'll turn it for your good. I will bless you. Think of things and start operating in the realm of the spirit. Things are going to change. Let's close in prayer and Russell repeat this after me. Father, in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name. You have gone before me. You have gone before me to prepare my way, my way, to prepare my way, to make the crooked way straight, to make the crooked way straight and to make the rough way smooth and to make the rough ways smooth. Father, I entrust my work to you. Father, I entrust my work to you and you cause my plans to succeed and you cause my plans to succeed. And everything I set my hand to do. And everything I set my hand to do. Prospers. Prospers. Proverbs 16.3. Proverbs 16.3. Father, today. 
father today i have favor with all who look upon me i have favor with all who look upon me and your favor makes a circle around me and your favor makes a circle around me enclosing me enclosing me and covering me like a shield and covering me like a shield you will work out your plans for my life you will work out your plans for my life because your faithful love endures forever because your faithful love endures forever i enforce your plans and purpose for my life i enforce your plans and purpose for my life over over and against the plans and against the plans and purposes of satan and purposes of satan 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 the blood of jesus is against you the blood of jesus is against you you have no authority over my life you have no authority over my life no weapon that is used against me will succeed no weapon that is used against me will succeed and anyone who speaks against me and anyone who speaks against me will be proven wrong will be proven wrong because my vindic- vindication comes from god because my vindication comes from god isaiah 5417 isaiah 5417 you will defeat my enemies you will defeat my enemies they will come against me they will come against me but scatter before me but scatter before me in seven directions in seven directions deuteronomy 28:7 deuteronomy 28 was 7 i command you lord i command I, my entire plans to you lord command my entire plans to you lord you take full control of my life lord you take full control of my life lord let jeremiah 29:11 be activated let, in my life let jeremiah 29 verse 11 be activated in my life i surrender my entire spirit soul and body to you i surrender my entire spirit soul and body to you take full control of me lord take full control of me lord nothing of me everything of you nothing of me everything of you take all of me jesus and give me all of you take all of me jesus and give me all of you locate me in your mercy and love locate me in your mercy and love and let your jealous favor be upon me all the days of my life and let your jealous favor be upon me all the days of my life and let me be a blessing to other nations and all around me and let me be a blessing to nations and all around me in jesus mighty name i pray amen. in jesus mighty name i pray amen may the favor of god be upon all of us and upon every person of this holy spirit christian prayer group and everyone who listens to this teaching this is a very powerful series if we can invite even one person that someone's life will best if we can bring one soul for christ next week let's do it because we love christ not because of this preacher but because of jesus thank you very much god bless all of you and 
good night god bless thank you brother thank you brother thank you jesus